the spirit of that is what captured me. And um, I, I wanted to take that spirit and just, if you will, just throw it out in the community. Mm. Um, because where I come from, right, I didn't come, I wasn't, I didn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, right? And nor the people around me were born with silver spoons in their mouth, right? And so if, if um, our ancestors back in the 1920s and earlier um, could, could thrive, um, it didn't matter that I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Over 50% of Black Americans are unmarried, and only 2% of Black families in America have a net worth over $1 million. We are on our journey to not only join that 2%, but grow that 2%. Facts. I'm Devon Travell, creator of Black Wall Street, the board game, with my beautiful co-host. I'm Sinclair, a.k.a. The Health Nerd. You can go to our website at TheM4Show.com, our Instagram at TheM4Show, and our YouTube channel at Melanated Married Millionaires in the Main. And welcome to The M4 Show. Personally, I... I think the biggest lesson I've learned from them is that um, the biggest thing that we carry in this life is next to uh, our faith is our name. Mm. Um, so like my last name, for instance, he's created a uh, family creed. Mm. And um, a few of the principles is he say, Romanex exists to serve God mm. um, by embracing our purpose and by not being afraid to put uh, our best food. Oh yeah, to put our best foot forward and to serve God by doing so. And then you um I'm getting tongue tied. Give me a second. Um leave the world better than we found it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, don't just be a taker in this life. There are so many people that can take, but the more you give, the more people will give to you. So it's kind of like how he said, um money and wealth is a mindset. It's kind of the same thing with our last name the more that you pour into people the more that you do community with other people people are going to pour into you the mm-hmm. way you carry your last name way you carry yourself it it speaks louder than your mouth will ever will yes mm. sir way way to end it strong <laughs> julius shout out to the Neck <laughs> family creed Right, we y'all exist to serve God, I love, love the creed. Uh, you got helping each other out back there, like y'all know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We, we definitely have talked about wanting to do that. So mm-hmm. it's inspirational to see not only that you not only do you 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 carry a lot of respect for your name, mm-hmm. um, and then you have the creed. You you make sure your your children know the creed, like. I could just imagine how proud you are as parents to mm-hmm. hear, you know, hear them talk about being able to see you and your grind and how that's inspiring them. So that one. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm sitting here saying, oh, y'all listen. <laughs> you just see me like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll I just throw this out there too. Like several of them have tried their hand, well, are trying their hand in entrepreneurship right now while they're in uh, school. So Tony graduated from Southern Miss um, here, Jerry's right now is at James Madison University, 
on a full scholarship and Julius is at Southern Miss. And so um, as college students, they're, um, they have some entrepreneur endeavors, endeavors going um, as we speak. Love it. Congrats. Come on. The whole family's grinding. Whole family. Love to see it. So I want to I want to start getting into the to the meat of today. Right. And talking okay. about the the legacy of Tulsa's Black Wall Street, as y'all see it in your eyes and why y'all felt so moved by this history to name your biggest to date that I know of. Maybe y'all, y'all can let me know if there's other projects. Project. Greenwood Plaza, right? The Linked Up Empowerment Center. Talk to us about how you all learned about Tulsa Black Wall Street and what inspired you to name your new construction after Greenwood. Look, we're going to get right back into the amazing podcast. But if you didn't know, in 2017, we created Black Wall Street, the board game, because we thought more families needed to know about the history of Tulsa Black Wall Street. More families needed to know about the legacy of black excellence left behind of Tulsa Black Wall Street that we can own a Madam C.J. Walker Beauty Salon. We can have a Booker T. Washington High School. We can have an Uncle Steve's Barbecue. We can have a Renaissance man like Simon Barry who had his own taxi service and bus service that got bought out by the city of Tulsa. We have brilliance in our DNA. We wanted to make sure that your family can play a game that teaches them about this brilliance. So we have Black Wall Street, the board game right here. We had the first edition available in 2017 that got sold out. We're on the second edition right now, or you can get the beautiful masterpiece version of the game as well. It's up to you. Head to playblackwallstreet.com and get yourself Black Wall Street, the board game to empower you, your family, and generations to come. Playblackwallstreet.com. Let's get back to the episode. Man, so um, just being um, uh, a reader, um, I came across um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and um, there were other communities like that, you know, in the United States as well, thriving black communities. As a response to to segregation, um, blacks were, you know, relegated to a certain part of the a, a part of the community, and uh, those blacks would, you know, ingenuity um, decided that they weren't just gonna die, they were gonna thrive. And they decided to go into business. During the time of segregation, during the time of Jim Crow, during the time that the the government foot was on the the black man's neck at the time, but these people still thrive, right? Underneath the worst conditions. And so um, that was inspirational to me that if um, God would bless um, our ancestors during that time, uh, to overcome all of those uh, barriers, not only to just survive, but to thrive, how much more um, could we do today when mm-hmm. things are not so um, hard-pressed as they were uh, back then? And so the the spirit of that is what captured me. And um, I, I wanted to take that spirit and just, if you will, just throw it out in the community. Mm. Um, because where I come from, right, I didn't come, I wasn't, I didn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, right? And nor the people around me were born with silver spoons in their mouth, right? And so if, if um, our ancestors back in the 1920s and earlier um, could 
could thrive. Um, it didn't matter that I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Mm. And all the excuses and all of the barriers that I was facing really didn't matter because they were in the worst conditions than I was and they still thrive. Mm. So we face redlining, right? Um, where banks refuse to give loans to, to African-Americans who lived in a certain side of the community, right? We experienced banks um, charging us higher interest rates than, you know, our white counterparts. We experienced uh, banks telling us no, even though we were still qualified. We experienced uh, our houses being underappraised when they found out that, you know, that blacks lived in, in, in the neighborhood, that neighborhoods are uh, decreased by 50 percent um, when it becomes 50 percent African-American occupied. Mm. You know, um, all things being equal, the only difference the properties are are, are are valued at what they're valued at, but the fact that African American family living there, the I mean, and this is not my opinion; these are these are stats, these right. are facts, right? And so, even with all of those things in our face, our ancestors had it worse than that, and they still thrive. Mm -hmm. So that's why I wanted to reach back and pull that into the future, into the present, and say they did it, so can you. And it really doesn't matter that much the barrier that you're facing because they did it under worst conditions. So that's that's the sense of pride. That's the sense of personal responsibility. That's the sense of um, the essence that um, this Greenwood Plaza embodies. That's why that's why the name. That's that's where the inspiration came from. I say, I say. And I don't, I don't know if uh, you probably read this in your history as well, but the name even Greenwood, as far as listeners, originally came from Mississippi. Greenwood, Mississippi. Absolutely. All right. So it's, it's, it's a <laughs> All right. One more time, Queen Liz. I said I have roots there. I have family who actually wow. live in Greenwood. <laughs> wow. So I love how it's, it's literally full circle, mm -hmm. how Greenwood, cool. Mississippi was able to inspire Greenwood, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and that history was able to inspire it coming back to its home place. Love yes. Um, so can y'all talk through and tell people about Greenwood Plaza? What 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 is the vision for it? What's going to be there? Um, and then we definitely want to learn, you know, steps on how this project can get duplicated and replicated in other places, right? If people are in Arkansas are thinking of how, how can we build a Greenwood Plaza? If people in LA are thinking, how can we be, build a Greenwood Plaza? What are some of those tangible steps? But you know, first, if you can educate us on Greenwood Plaza, what's the dream, what's the vision? Thank you, thank you for supporting the M4 show and our mission to increase the wealth of black families. If you received any value from this episode, any value at all, any, 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 do us a favor and give us a like and subscribe on YouTube and Apple, Spotify, all anything, them. all of them, all, all of them, wherever you're listening, go ahead and like and subscribe. And after you like and subscribe, make sure you send this episode to at least one family that you really want to see win. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.